Welcome to the Daddy Sharps podcast, everybody. This is episode number 64, and my name is Luke. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. And we're just a couple of dads who break down the games your square hole buddies are too scared to break down. Hey, be sure and check us out on social media at Daddy Sharps and at Daddy Sharps Podcast. We're also on YouTube, and we have a stuff, like a ton of stuff, that is, on our website, John. And that website is daddysharps.com. Yes, lots of winners on there. We always begin our podcast recapping the best bets from last week. Not a great week, my man. A bad week, actually. Two and six on the best bets, seven and nine on featured bets. Not our best. Not our best. But you know what? We take our lumps and and we're honest about it. We're transparent and we move on. So in the name of transparency, we always recap what we lost on. And I'll start us off uh, with uh, I had most I had most of the losers. Let's just be honest this week. Um, Not that much further than me. (laughs) Yeah, Close on some. But uh, so I told I told the world to take the Seahawks plus seven against the 49ers on Thanksgiving. Uh, I still think the Hawks would have they were close to covering. They were one drive away. But too many mistakes, man. Just too many stupid mistakes against a really good team. And that was a loser. And then I had a teaser. Hey, tease the lines down to, to minus two against the Packers. What could go wrong? And then the Browns up to seven and a half against your Denver Broncos, John. We were well, there. Lions ruined a lot of bets this weekend. Uh, and yeah, ruined that Browns bet too. Broncos, <laughs> you were watching from the stands. Yes, what an amazing yeah. game, my friend. An amazing game. I hope you froze your ass off. <laughs> it was quite chilly. I had Good. mittens on. <laughs> oh, nice. Good for you. All right, to college football, JMU, the Dukes from James Madison were favored by nine against Coastal Carolina, and they covered. I said they would. They did. That was a winner. UTSA at Tulane, disappointing. UTSA. I said would cover plus three and a half against the green wave of cash. Roadrunners lost pretty bad in that one. And that bet was also another loser. Yes. So not a great for not a great week for me either in college football. Oh, and two there one and one in the NFL San Jose state at UNLV minus two and a half is what I liked for the running rebels. I love the small spread and San Jose state did it again to me. I think that was the third time that they were the underdog and they just won straight up on one of my best bets. So not cool. Not cool at all. Liberty minus 17 at UTEP. Yikes. I didn't think UTEP would score more than 17 in this game. They score 28 and lose by 14. Heartbreak for my minus 17 spread. And then, of course, I mean, who didn't lose money on this game? The Green Bay Packers at Detroit. I liked minus four in the first half. I had all the data in the world supporting this bet. The Lions didn't show up on Thanksgiving. A loser this week, but a bet I would make a thousand times in the future. And then New Orleans at Atlanta under 42 and a half. Easy under here based on both teams' performances this season. An easy daddy sharp win. Nice. Yeah, I can't win them all. And we're on to... A new week, a new week, and we're going to have some recaps in our featured bets on like a ton of games. So you've got to be sure and check out our featured bets, which you get on our website exclusively, daddysharps.com. But let's talk about best bets here. I'll kick us off this week with our college best bets. Not a lot of games to choose from. No. Oh, the American Conference Championship is where we're starting. I love this game. I might have to watch this one. 
for yep. sure. We've got the two-lane green wave laying three and a half at home, by the way, against the Mustangs from Southern Methodist University. The over-under in this one is 47. I really like the under there. I think there's going to be two powerhouse defense, uh, defensive teams here, and I'm going to make that bet for sure. But two-lane minus three and a half. The green wave has always been my green wave of cash, and they're <laughs> here, true. and they're going to give back again, John. Again, yes. home game. Home yes. game for two-lane. Yes. So why is SMU not the huge favorite in this game? All right, they are so much better on paper that and ranked higher than the Green Wave all season long. What a fantastic season. They ended their regular season on an eight-game win streak and they finished undefeated in the AAC, but in their last game, a complete decimation of Navy beaten by like 40 some points. Their starting quarterback Preston Stone broke his leg. Oh, and boy. now we've got a freshman quarterback, Kevin Jennings, getting the start. Jennings has only attempted 24 passes total in college football. And now here he is in the American Conference Championship. So in order for SMU to win here, they're going to have to rely on the running game, I think. And the Green Wave has the best run defense in the AAC this season, allowing only 89 yards per game. Not good for SMU. Greenway's quarterback, Michael Pratt, rolling right now. Mm. But again, I think this is going to be a defensive game through and through. SMU has 40 sacks on the season against really good teams. Also, SMU's pass defense, solid, solid. Let's talk about against the spreads here. Uh, SMU is 2-4 and four against the spread on the road. Not good. Tulane is 2-5 and five against the spread at home. That's not good. The difference for me, again... That quarterback situation, I just can't get away from that. Otherwise, I think SMU would have been favored by a lot in this one. I like the under a whole bunch in this because of these defenses, but my best bet, give me the green wave of cash once again, John. Let's hit it again. Minus three and a half at home. I like it, sir. Hey, I got to say, just when you're breaking this game down, the broken leg, I don't think I remember seeing this many broken legs in one college football season. It's crazy. Yeah, right. There's a guy in Michigan last week. Uh, you yep. got Jordan Travis for Florida State. This one, right. tons of broken legs this year. It's an interesting. It's interesting, and you know, it has to. It all has. To, if you go and look at those, it all has to do with how quarterbacks are being tackled. It's almost like it. It's like kind of spin tackle. It whips yeah. them around. A lot of talk in the NFL about banning that kind of tackling. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of. It's almost like a, a horse collar. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's interesting. A lot of broken legs. You're right. All right, more, more 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 calcium. We got we got a game here, and whenever you see this school, you usually shy away, my man. <laughs> you don't like the betting this school. New Mexico State at Liberty minus ten and a half, fifty six and a half is the over under. My best bet here: take Liberty minus ten and a half conference USA championship football. Liberty's first time in it. And they are one of the last unbeaten teams playing Liberty and their high octane rushing attack. These teams matched up in September and Liberty beat New Mexico State 33 to 17. New Mexico State since that game has gone 9-0 and 1 against the spread for Liberty. They have failed to cover any spread when they are favored by 16 and a half or more 0 and 4. However, we're not anywhere near that here. We're at 10 and a half. Any spread 14 or under as a favorite, they cover. That is the sweet spot for the Liberty 
team here. And for this game, we have that 10 and a half. The matchups to watch in this game, the rushing game for both teams. Liberty, the number one rushing attack in the country in terms of yards. New Mexico State, a top rush defense, ranked 33rd. However, this I just had to throw this in here. This number is amazing to me. Liberty, averaging almost 300 yards a game on the ground. New Mexico State, great offensively on the ground, too. Number 12 in the country versus the number 19 rush defense of Liberty. We really have strength versus strength on both sides of the ball here. The last time these two teams played, they combined for 76 rushing attempts and over 400 yards on the ground. My best bet, though... Liberty's got the better players. The rushing attack is too much for New Mexico State, and they are going to cruise the victory. They already did it once in their first matchup with 250 yards on the ground against this top defense. Give me Liberty minus 10 and a half. Liberty or death? Liberty or death. I've heard that somewhere before. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't have you know, I bought that today. I bought that. And, and, nice. and not only, uh, mostly for everything that you said here, but also because Liberty has a legit shot at, at a top bowl um, coming up here. They, they've got yep. to win, though. And, and their only chance to get it, they've got to win big. Yes. They've got to destroy this team. And they're yep. up against teams like SMU and Tulane, who are, are ranked higher, who are going to get those bowl games. They can beat them out if they win big here. Oh, yep. Love it. Love it. Love, good it, love one. it. They never let their foot off. That's what I like about them. Yeah, because they can't because they want it. They want it yeah. all. Yes. All right, my man. We're on to the Sunbelt Championship game. We got the Appalachian State Mountaineers at the Trojans from Troy, Alabama. But Troy. Uh <laughs> Troy uh giving six in this one. It was six and a half earlier today. The over-under is 52 and a half. My best bet, take Troy. Take Troy. And the points, they're going to cover that six. They're going to score a touchdown and 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 stay ahead the whole game. I really believe this. I know a lot of people think that Appalachian State is, is you know, hot right now. But the Trojans have had a strong season, a strong second half, especially. Won nine straight games after a one and two start. They covered the spread in seven of their last eight games. They have a stout run defense on offense. Uh, not great on the ground, so they're going to want to throw the ball early and often against Appalachian State. And guess what? The Mountaineers pass defense. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Weak. weak. That's their weak spot. Uh-huh. Also, there's this. Appalachian State is squeaking into this championship here. They they were three and four after seven games. Then they went on an impressive run, five-game win streak to get where they are right now. And that is second place in the Sun Belt East behind James Madison. So, of course, JMU, not eligible for postseason play here. So the Mountaineers step in. Do they belong here? I don't know. Shaking but they're head. here. <laughs> they're here. There is this, though. They are the only team to beat JMU this season. That's interesting. Not interesting enough. Troy has been solid this season. <laughs> Appalachian State is hot right now, but I'll take the solid team every time. My best bet, Troy, to cover the points, minus six at home. Nice. Hey, we hinted at this last week in the podcast. So if Liberty doesn't make one of these big bowl games, the matchup, I guess, is going to be Troy versus Liberty. I cannot remember for the life of me what bowl that is, but that's that's what they're thinking if Liberty doesn't make it into the big one. Interesting. That could be a great game, too, but I, I think yeah. Liberty's got their sights set somewhere else, man. And they yeah. really could. They really could take on a, you know, a top 25 team. Yeah, they get there. Yeah. 
All right, next game here, Boise State minus two and a half at UNLV, 58 and a half. I'm going to go against them. I've been on them for weeks, and now I'm going to go against them. My best bet here, Boise State minus two and a half. This is the number for Boise State, and it's currently minus 122. So if you're going to want this, you're going to have to buy it fast. I don't think it's going to be here by Friday. And if it does go to three, you definitely want to get that half point. You want to buy it down. My data has this bet hitting 66% on the year under the three. Boise State started the year 0-2. Some really tough matchups. One of them in your backyard at Washington. But they have come roaring back down the stretch. 7-3 and three straight up over the past 10 games. 5-4-1 and one against the spread. UNLV, these guys have been the surprise of the Mountain West this year. 9-3 and three straight up. 10-2 and two against the spread. Tough to go against UNLV based on the trends here. But when you dive into the numbers, Boise State has the better players on both sides of the ball. When you pour into the defensive metrics, you see the UNLV defense. That's the worst unit in this game. Both offenses are going to be good. UNLV has gotten here off the high-scoring offense and a defense that lives and dies with the interception. That's how they've been winning these games. Ranked 23rd in the country. My best bet here, take the Broncos in what should be one of the best games on the day. I like it to minus two and a half, not at the three. You know, I bought this too. I'm just saying. Yes. I, I confessed. <laughs> I confessed right there and then. I bought it, John. All right. I like it. I like <laughs> it. I like our college picks. You know, uh, college has been really finicky for a lot of sharps this this season. Uh, I mean, just to take a look. When you got Stanford Steve on, uh, you know, I don't know if you saw it right before yeah. Bad Beats. He's like, ah. Ah, that is the worst, of bad one beats. of the worst seasons ever. Yep, and that's why we love the NFL this yes. year. It's been very, very good to us. And yes. I'm going to kick us off. Honored to do so with our best bets for this week in the NFL. And I'm going to start with a game. Just uh, uh, the best strong, the strongest data on this one. Strongest data. A lot of sharps love this line as well. I just couldn't believe it when I crunched these numbers and really did you know look at the power rankings. Got the Atlanta Falcons land two and a half on the road at the New York Jets. The over-under in this one is 34. My best bet, take the Falcons minus two and a half. Have the Jets quit this season? Have they quit? It's a great question, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, if they haven't, they should. And they should concentrate (laughs) on picks. Because here's the deal. Uh, The Jets' defense is really good. They're great. It's the best part of that team. But we're at that point in the season. We're in November, baby. I mean, Ooh. this is when they were in late November. This The defense is going to start feeling it. In that locker room, they're going to start talking. We all we all see the stories. It all comes yes. out, and they start to realize they cannot win. They cannot score with the quarterbacks they have, and Aaron Rodgers is not coming back. No. On the other side of the ball, the Falcons are in first place in the NFC South right now. Desmond Ritter is, is not a great QB, but I think he's showing us he's good enough. The Falcons are 12th in the league in net yards per play. Turnovers have been killing them. But we've got Bijan Robinson proving himself, proving to everyone, though, uh, that he's better and better down the stretch here. The Falcons' defense is getting better and better. We can see it happening. So for this game, it comes down to this. A lot of questions. Do we think the Jets are going to be able to score in this game? No, absolutely not. (laughs) Not on offense. Can Ritter manage the game? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think he can. Stick to the script, man. Can Robinson be a game changer? Absolutely he can. 
Do we think the Jets' defense will play with the same spirit as they had in the first three weeks of the season? Not in my book, man. No. Nobody yeah. is coming to their rescue. They are stranded on the mountain, and no helicopter is flying in to get them. <laughs> and that's what I'm betting on. My best bet, take the Falcons to cover on the road, minus two and a half. I like that. I've heard a lot of chatter about that bet, and I like it, sir. All right, I'm going back to a Denver game here. Denver at Houston, minus three and a half. The total, 47 and a half. My best bet here, hey, I got to tell you, I love the Denver defense right now, and I like the under here, 47 and a half. My data loves the under in this game, so much so because this is hitting at 71% on the year in my rankings. On the five-game win streak for Denver, it's been the defense that's keeping them in close games, hitting the under four of the five in the streak. Houston's last five games, they're three and two to the under against some of the worst defenses in the NFL. You think if they're playing bad defenses, they're going to score more? They're hitting unders, my friends. Three of the last five games came against Cincinnati, Arizona, and Carolina. No defense was rated higher than 26th in defensive DVOA, and the Texans were still 2-1 and one to the under there. Turnover rate is what I'm looking at here. Big stat for me, as anybody that listens to the podcast knows. Denver has 16 turnovers in the last five games. That is an unprecedented number. In the last games that Stroud has played, the last five games, he has four interceptions to Russell Wilson's zero. Denver will run the ball. That's how they've been winning on offense, and running helps the under. Tick tock, my man. Houston, one of the top passing offenses in the league, but the weakness of the Denver defense is the rush defense. See the Dolphins game. <laughs> they will try to protect Stroud from the big turnover and get the run game going. Another little helper on the under here. My best bet, take the under 47 and a half. This actually opened at 46, so people are betting it up. So you are getting good numbers right now. Yeah, I am, and I bought that too. Yep, I did. <laughs> yes. Great minds think alike, man. Uh, yes. I, I wonder if you're on this one with me. A lot, a lot of people are divided on this. A lot of sharps, big time betters uh, started pouring money in on the 49ers. They were actually the underdog when these numbers came out and it swung all the way around. Now, there are statistics to say that when when uh, teams start out as an underdog and then they, they flip over to the favorite that, uh, you know, against the spread, they don't do so well. But I, you know, there's a lot of trends that have been, you know, broken some I believe in, some have been broken this season. So here's my next best bet in the NFL. San Francisco 49ers at the Philadelphia Eagles. 49ers are laying two and a half on the road right now. They are the favorites. The over-under is 46 and a half. I think we'll probably see some movement on that over-under as we get closer as well. I like the under, as a matter of fact. But my best yep. bet here, 49ers get that minus two and a half on the road. Goes to three or three and a half. You might want to take the Eagles at home. But, man, what a game this is going to be. Uh, I don't, you know, I, I don't think I'm going to, I don't think I'm going to quad box it, man. I think I'm just going to watch this game. Yes. Yeah. This is going to be on full screen here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, full screen, baby. Uh, this is the NFC championship rematch, of course, with a healthy 49ers team now. And when they're healthy, they're scary. They're really, really good. I mean, the statistics bear it out too. Uh, Debo Samuel and Trent Williams, especially when those two are in the game, they just win, and they win by a lot. Yes. Last week, the Eagles won a game I think they didn't deserve to win. I watched the whole thing. The Bills and Josh Allen looked good. They beat them up and down the field all day until the very end. 
But let's give them credit. That's all it takes. At the very end, the Eagles won the game. I get it. But let's do some rankings, shall we? Yes. Let's rank the 49ers against the Eagles. So every number I give you first is the 49ers number. Every The second number is the Eagles. Net yards, third versus 11th in the league. Offensive success rate, first versus sixth. EPA per play, which measures how many points uh, to add to an expected point total, first versus fifth. Mm. Opponent EPA, fourth versus 23rd. Think about that and their defenses. Points per play, third versus fifth. One more for you. Third down conversion rates. That's where the Eagles are better on third down conversions, fifth versus third. Not that much difference. 49ers are a better team on, on paper. And now for those intangibles, that the, what I really love when you look at teams. The 49ers, can, if they can win this game, it's such an important game for them, especially on the road. That means they would only have one more hurdle with a tough team against Baltimore. And then the rest of the games are like candy uh, <laughs> to, to lead them to a number one seed. Yes. So, so you've got to win one of those two games and better to do it against the NFC matchup. You know, forget Baltimore. You got to win this one. And they know that they know that the Eagles also played a slugfest through overtime against the Bills. They are a tired team. They're injured up and down all around. The 49ers instead are coming to this game with a massive chip on their shoulder. They feel they got robbed last year in the championship game. One game away from the Super Bowl. They are the better team. They are healthy. And I think this is going to be actually a blowout. Normally, I might consider teasing the Eagles. I know there's a lot of people who say maybe you got to you got to play that plus three and a half or plus three if it goes to that for the for the Eagles. I don't know, man. I I just don't I I don't know. I think this could be one of those games for the Eagles. My best bet: take the 49ers, take the points minus two and a half on the road. For that teaser, stay tuned to our featured bets. No, there you go. There you go. I'm not a, look, I'm hey, not opposed to it. Don't get me wrong, though. I'm very nervous about it. Like San Francisco blows teams out. <laughs> and it could be it could be one because you know, live to fight another day. Are they gonna yeah. really have another slugfest? I hope they do. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. hope they do. And yeah. I'm still not convinced. I might go back to the book after further analysis. I might, I might get that teaser. Or yeah. if it goes to three and a half. I don't, I you know. Yep. Yep. How do you the one thing about the Eagles is they they are the best team against the spread. They're the best team in the NFL this season against the spread. So yes. if you get a three and a half, how could you not buy that? Yeah. Yep. For sure. All right. All right. My final best bet of the week, Kansas City minus six at Green Bay, 42 and a half. Luke, talk about scary bets. My best bet here is Kansas City minus six. I broke down the power rankings. I love the bet. I also love Detroit when they're in a similar spot versus these pesky Packers last week, but I can't turn my back on a 78% hit rate on the year. Chiefs, me and you talk about it every week. Notorious for not covering spreads. However, they aren't that bad this year. 7-4 and four against the spread on the season. A big part of it is the defense. In the past, 
This team couldn't run to protect leads, and the defense gave up garbage points a lot in the fourth quarter, costing them a lot of those big spreads in the years past. Not anymore. This defense, which Mahomes called the best he's played with, is one of the best at points allowed in the second half. They are actually closing out games. They're a top 10 unit in every defensive metric you look at. Yards allowed, fourth. Yards per play, seventh. Pass yards allowed, fourth. Opponent QBR, tenth. And then points, third. The number is dropping. It opened at six and a half, now down to six. Take the Chiefs for my best bet. I'm going with it. I'm riding with my homies. I like it. I I, I would never. It's so tough to bet against Mahomes. I got I got to tell you, I did. Uh, you you and I, we are <laughs> fighting on this one. We're fighting on this one, and uh, I took the Packers plus six. Oh, let's let's get it. <laughs> Now let me let me qualify. Hey, you that. got a history on your side, though. <laughs> I, let me qualify that. I took the Packers uh, plus six because I don't know if Mahomes can re- repeat or instant repeat, but uh, I'm going to be watching that game scared shitless, or I, or I might I just might not watch it at all uh, <clears> because <throat> I'm just going to be sweating the whole time because I Mahomes is so good. So me and you don't make bets off gut or anything like that, but. Uh, there's this little voice in the back of my head. That's not going to happen again. What happened in Detroit's not going to happen again. This same team, the Green Bay Packers. Ah, it's in my. It's in my head. <laughs> Did I just jinx it? Damn it, Damn it John. Do I have to go get a? Do I have to go tease the Chiefs down somewhere? Oh, maybe, maybe, hey. perhaps, maybe, perhaps in featured bets. And come back later for featured bets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got a, Actually, I do have a really interesting teaser for you in featured bets uh, yes. with the Kansas City Chiefs. So I, I got one for you as well. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> that's awesome. It's called. Uh, it's called just you know um oh it's hedging it's just like you know yeah. hey, let's let's mitigate the loss let's yeah oh god all right. <laughs> i like it all good bets all good bets hey man quick reminder about those featured bets we have a lot more that we're gonna have on our website these are the the bets that we we also really love and we're actually really good at featured bets as well we should just make them our best bets yes. uh and they're exclusively on our website daddysharps.com so definitely check this those out all right john So let's recap our college and NFL best bets, Mr. Luke. For college, I like New Mexico State at Liberty. I like Liberty by 10 and a half. And then for the Mountain West Conference Championship, Boise State minus two and a half over UNLV. I like the Broncos. Then for my NFL bets, take Kansas City minus six at the Packers. And I also like the Denver Houston under 47 and a half. And that number is on the rise. Yeah, not bad. I love that under as well. All right, for me in the AAC championship game, SMU at Tulane, the green wave of cash. Dude, SMU starting a freshman quarterback, and that's the difference for me. Give me the green wave of cash to cover at home, minus three and a half. And then the Sunbelt championship, Appalachian State, the second place runner-up finisher in the Sunbelt East against Troy at Troy. Uh, Give me Troy (laughs) minus six in that one. All right, NFL. 49ers at Philadelphia. A lot of talk about this, and there will be before, during, and after the game. San Francisco, in my mind, though, and I've already bought it, they will cover minus two and a half on the road. And then the Falcons play at the New York Jets, and the Falcons are riding high right now. And I'm telling you, they're going to win this one as well. I like the Falcons minus two and a half, John. All right. That's going to do it for the Daddy Sharps 
podcast this week. And remember, always gamble responsibly and within your means. And the bets we share are based on our own research. It's pretty darn good research. But we yep. don't always win, of course. Be sure to check us out on social media. Look for the Daddy Sharps on Instagram and Twitter. And we're going to be back next week with all our best bets and much more. Yeah, we sure are. But John, first, as we always ask on this podcast, the most important question of every week, who is your daddy? We are. Stay sharp, everybody.